Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. There's a politically correct movement afoot right now to try to make sure that Giant fans start uh, pronouncing your head coach's name accurately. Uh, for the last year, it seems like most Giant fans have referred to him as Brian Dayball. We've heard that a lot. You even heard it on broadcasts a lot. Brian Dable this, Brian Dable that. Uh, his last name is actually pronounced Brian Dable, mm. like table, right? Uh, like fable, uh, and sable, uh, and able. And uh, I've tried to pronounce it correctly here, but I guess every now and then I, like I'm sure you and whomever else speaks of Brian, has said Brian Dable. I'm not sure where that came I have, from. Uh, by the way, now I'm thinking to myself, yeah. what do I call him? I don't you know. call him Dable. I, I screwed Which up. Which is what I've said most of the year, also. Brian Dable. Yeah, it's Dable. Dable. Yeah. So uh, I guess that came out of the press conference today that we've all been mispronouncing his name. It is not Brian Dable. It's Brian Dable. So uh, a friend of mine who's an Eagle fan wanted to point out to me that the losing coach on Saturday night was Brian Dable, well, can not you Brian Dayball. Do me a favor because yes. I think I sp I'll actually speak for Giant fans on yeah, this, and I yeah. think you'll agree with me. Yeah, the Eagles coach is yeah. a giant douche. Okay, I bet she's beloved in oh, Philadelphia. No, I didn't say that. Okay, I'm talking about watching him on the sidelines. So a pretty good coach, and his antics. He just comes across like Philly. Like he does. He's perfect for Philadelphia. Dude, how about when it's twenty-seven <laughs> nothing? Yep, and he lines everyone up to go for two. He's trying yeah. to throw them off sides. Yeah, and by then the he way, calls a timeout. That's Philadelphia, buddy. Oh, my God. I would he say has. this. If there's a guy like, you know, Dan Campbell's one of those guys. Like, some coaches fit their city. And I can't speak to every coach, obviously. But uh, having lived in Philly and know it as well like you do, uh, that dude, Nick Sirianni, is all Philly. But how often watching the game did you want to punch him in the face? I, I'm not bothered by guys like that. Really? Yeah. Big Mac, did you feel that way? Because I, I would actually like a guy like that to be my head coach. I got no problem with him. He would suck here. Yeah. Did you want to punch him? Yeah, I wanted to punch him. Oh, okay. come on. Stop with that See, crap. Sometimes you guys, you're smug, you guys but, are wrong. Yeah, come on. Woo! Stop we're it, wrong. Rick. Wait, we're wrong? I mean, you guys, you're like, you don't like the Eagles head coach? Beat him. 
Like no, I, I'm not, no one's saying that he guy would done, be great Craig, here. We'd love Craig, him. Craig, you, you, you missed, you're moving the goalposts. All we said is that he comes across douchey. Not that he's an idiot head coach. Not that right. he's a moron. Just he has a real punchable face. Uh, I think every Giant fan felt that way watching the game on Saturday it, night. It's like, listen, you know, in the history of our town, we've had guys in, on every team at some point who are that guy. Rex Ryan? Uh, sure. Rex Ryan, I'm sure, was that guy to the rest of the league, right? Sure. Nick Sirianni is just that guy, but... If he were the Jets or Giants head coach, all due respect to Robert Sala and Brian Dable, uh, I, we would love Nick Sirianni. We would. He's just one of those That's guys. That's not what I'm saying, though. We're talking so about I can't watching say I hate the game him. Saturday night. So, ah, that, so now God. you can't hate anybody that's good because we'd love to have them? No, no. They're guys you could hate who are good because oh. I wouldn't love to have them. But if they're good, you'd want to have them. Well, no, not necessarily. There's some guys I just don't like. Therefore, I'd rather they not so be So why here. can't Big Mac or any other Giant fan dislike Nick yeah. Sirianni? I don't, I'm confused by this. Because it's uh, it's misplaced aggression towards your team sucking. Yeah, but we all That's know all the Giants is. sucked on Saturday, yeah. but you can also yeah. dislike the head coach. Yeah, but I don't think you really dislike him. I think there's a party that actually adores oh, the guy. Stop. I think there's a party that goes, wow, not, not against Dable. But you see a guy like that and go, wow, that guy my coach. I'd love that So guy. all of a sudden, the Eagles win, and now you take you, you pucker up and kiss their ass. How am I puckering up? I'm picking San Francisco uh, to beat them by 20. You can't hate Sirianni. He's so lovable. No, I'm I just saying, want to hug him. Sirianni's the type of guy that we would like a lot if he were here. <laughs> Why would we like him a lot if he's so Philadelphia? Yeah. Because uh, New York and Philly are very similar. No, we're that's not. Why. We're not oh, the we same. We couldn't be more alike. We all root for the it's same like we're team. We're separated at birth. And that's not true. It is true. First of all, people aren't afraid to come to our games. You spent all week yeah. lecturing us how you're an idiot to go to Philadelphia. Well, I also yes. saved you a bunch of money, didn't I? You turned out to be right about yeah, that. So you're all welcome. And number two, they all root yeah. for the same team. We don't. We're a very yes. split up city. That is very unique about New York. So we're I not agree. like Philadelphia. No, no. As fans, we're very much alike. Boston, New York, and Philly are the same animal, man. No, I disagree. Well, I know you do. And you're welcome to. We're the same people. Like, if you lined us up and cut us in half, we bleed the same. So the king of Foo Philly is now saying, yeah, we're the same. No, no. Yeah, we are the same. <laughs> okay. That's right. That's exactly right. And I am the king of Foo Philly. Where are my Foo Philly sweatshirts, Tommy? Didn't I order those months ago? Yes, you did. Good thing they didn't come in. They did. Have the same for the Mets or something. <laughs> By the way, the uh, jersey Morash was wearing was Daniel Bellinger. 82 Daniel Bellinger. He's got a Daniel Bellinger jersey? Yeah. That's called half off at Costco. <laughs> That's all that is. By the way, can you imagine this for a moment? You're a diehard Giant fan. Giants obviously embarrass themselves. It sucks, right? It, what would you say if the New York Giant Twitter account uh, put out on Twitter officially mm-hmm. You know, that the New York Giants lost because Julian Love uh, forgot how to play football. Right. Or Daniel Jones reverted back to year two. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. You know, picked out a guy and attacked the guy. And I'll tell you why I asked the question and you respond to it. Well, part of me would appreciate them being honest. <laughs> and then the other part of me would say, the, who hacked the Giants' yeah, Twitter account? So the official Dallas Cowboys Twitter account. And you can go check it. I believe it's still up right now. Put out the following tweet. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds, period. That's a direct quote. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine what would happen in New York if the official Twitter account of the Giants, the Jets, the Mets, the Yankees, et cetera, et cetera, came out the night of a bad playoff uh, exit and threw... A guy like that under the bus. What would happen in this town? 
a part of us would agree with them and say thanks for calling it out. It'd be the biggest story in New York, though. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I think it depends on how fans view it. Yeah. If they agree, they're going to say, "Hey." Even right. the Twitter account knows. Now, it's in true. this case, you can't argue with what they're saying about Dak. Dak threw two picks. One while they're driving in for a score. No question. One in their own territory. And Dak admitted after the game, yes, this is on me. Now, so that, you that's got how you take ownership, enough. too. 100%. Yeah, I thought Dak did a really good, not that it matters, he effed up. But Dak Prescott, after the game, took it all. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Quite frankly, Dak Prescott is terrible, and the Dallas Cowboys should trade him. Pause. Now, as a Jet fan, I'll take him. <laughs> exactly right. By the way, I said earlier today, they should try to trade him for Lamar Jackson. Because uh, the money's the about the same, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course I would try. Lamar yeah. Jackson's better. That's right. That's right. If I'm the New York Jets, I'd trade for Dak Prescott. Of course I would. Let it be our problem. Yeah. You suck, Dak. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's uh, Nico in uh, South Jersey. Nico, what's up? What's up, guys? What's going on? So, uh, a couple points I want to make. Uh, first one is uh, the water, obviously. Yeah, I got you. I dumped that, guys. He's allowed to stay in the air. He gets a second opportunity. Go ahead, Nico. But you don't okay. get a third. That's right. That's the, right. Second <laughs> one, the second one no one's talking about is the chains. Oh, the, the chains break on the first play of the game, yeah. first drive of the game. Yeah, so do you that think that up, times up everything? That's so, psychological warfare. So you, you know think I mean? that they, that kind of derailed? Because if memory serves correct, that horse. third down play wasn't it? It, it happened. It happened before the third and three play, or did it happen? It I thought was, it was a few it plays early. No, first drive. You know, and it yes. was after first or second down, wasn't I think it? It was yeah. after the first play. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes. It was. It was all planned, guaranteed. It, the, you know, the only guarantee. problem, the only problem with that is, if that occurred and there was a delay and it was annoying, if that occurred right before the third and three sack by Reddick, I'd say wow. But the Giants ended up converting on a third down. Lawrence Cager so had a big better. catch, and they were actually advancing into Philadelphia territory. So they, I don't know, they moved the, the ball first, better first than drive. any other point of game. Right, but the other point I want to make is the first touchdown. That was passing appearance. If you watch the replay, AJ Brown runs right down the sideline, yeah. right to McKinney, and does the ba- the the basketball block thing. Look, uh, here's the deal. The I'd, I'd love to point out a play and say the Eagles got the benefit of the doubt or got a bad call, but let's just be honest about it. That's got nothing to do with the fact that the New York Giants, and I know this is a cliche term, and I usually hate it, but I think it's apropos of what happened Saturday night. They didn't come to play. I agree with you, but there are moments early in a game when you're trying to pull off an upset that change everything. Sure. That can change everything. I mean, third and five on the Goddard touchdown, that put him up 7 nothing. Xavier McKinney falls down. What if he doesn't fall down? What if they make a play and the Eagles are kicking a field goal? What if the Giants don't throw the ball on third and three, run with Saquon, and either convert or have a fourth and short, and they don't give the Eagles the ball at midfield? Like, those things are fair to look at and say, sure. hey, if things are executed differently, not that the Giants are the better team. We all know the Eagles are more talented, but does it change the complexion of this game? And I think that's fair. Yeah. You could probably pick one or two plays where if the Giants did this, at least, you know, it makes it interesting. But that's why plays. I guess that's okay. That's why plays and decisions early in a game shouldn't just be thrown out as, well, it was a blowout. It doesn't matter anyway. It wasn't a blowout then. Right, there right. Were, there were moments early in this game that changed everything. To me, McKinney falling down, not running on third and three, going forward on fourth and eight, the Daniel Jones interception to James Bradbury, 
that right there makes it a blowout. If you execute on those plays and things are different, who knows? Right. We could be talking about something slightly different. No, everything, theoretically, everything changes, right? That's, that's why if you criticize... Because that's why, like, if you look at their, their rushing numbers, for example, and they're, they're ridiculous, uh, they ran 44 times for just under 290 yards. Obviously, those numbers would be drastically different if the Giants had put well, up a fight or scored, you know, to make it 10-7 or 7-7, And cetera. I know the defense is different, but the Giants scored a touchdown in this game, right? They had one drive, that one complete drive. And on that drive, they ran 10 plays. They ran the football 7 of 10 times. If they were running the football early, again, I'm not saying the Giants win, but the complexion of this game is different. Right. And that's why I do think it's fair to criticize these things and not just ignore it and say, well, the Eagles were better, it sucked, let's call it a day. I know, I think the hard part about that, and I'm guilty of it, is that you just look at the outcome and you start you know, looking at the outcome first and not what led to the outcome. It's easy to, like, if, if you go backwards, I mean, they got blown out, they were never in the game, it wasn't competitive. However, if you start at the beginning and go, well, you know, if they don't go for the uh, the fourth and eight, Mm-hmm. Maybe they pin the Eagles back inside their 10. Maybe the guy fumbles the kick. I mean, who That's knows why that about. stuff matters, though. And yes. it's not just... But, uh, we all do the same thing, most of us. We go backwards, right? How did we get here? Right. Well, the Giants got outplayed. They didn't yeah. show up, blah, blah, blah. Look, the only criticism right. in the second half on the Dable... Dable? Dable? Dable. Dable. Like Table. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thinking yeah. on the Dable punt was not that that was going to change the game. I'm talking late in the game. It was just an awful sign of, all right, we're done. Let's quit. And that's that's not changing the outcome of the game, right. but it's certainly fair to say, why are you doing that? I think I saw Big Mac even tweet that. that well, night. he was by himself. He was knee-deep in uh, blue-cheese stuff, obviously. Nobody to talk to. Yep. And that's the problem with being a loner. You wind up going online and you share all your dumb feelings during a game because you have nobody to turn to your left or turn to your right and go, ah, bah, 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 bah. So you, you, you have diary of Twitter. Oh, hold on a second. That's the problem with that. Uh, can I question you? Yeah, you need friends. Yeah. You have no friends. Tommy, Tommy Lugauer, who did a fine job with his pep rally on Saturday. Oh, that was a pep rally and a half. At 5.15, he's yelling and screaming like, let's go, Giant he, man. He had And I'm it. like, could you shut up? I'm trying to watch a football game. <laughs> I love Lugie, and he had a party, right? Big party. Huge party. Yeah. And I'm sure it was great. And I'm not ripping you. I'm just kind of countering Craig here. Lugie's tweeting during the game. So you can't tell me yeah. the only yeah. reason Big Mac is tweeting is because no one's there. Lugie's got a house full of friends, and he's tweeting, I love how aggressive Dable's been all season, but this was not the spot. Then he talks about how miserable he is, and how Boston Scott's trolling us. So even in a party, Craig, you still have the diarrhea of the mouth sometimes. Part of that is because I had this three-hour pep rally, and I felt like I couldn't skip the podium. I had to go on Twitter and talk to people and say, listen, I'm upset. I was wrong. Yeah. They got their ass yeah, kicked. But what about the 20 people in your apartment? Didn't they deserve to have your uh, undivided attention? Oh, they were getting it when I wasn't on Twitter because I was complaining about so it the entire me, time. Are you Does the that make kind sense? of guy during the game after doing a three-hour pep rally yelling and screaming that you then went back to your apartment and yelled and screamed more with your buddies and their wives, et cetera? Correct. You I, did. Got I it. almost passed out after the show legit, and then I went, went home, and then I screamed some more. Yeah. Got it. So you had a miserable <laughs> Saturday night. Miserable. After miserable. the game, I came down a little bit, had a few drinks, and then just chilled. And but... uh, were the butlers or the waitresses scared at you yelling and screaming as the man of the house? No, no, no. We always take care of them. They know where it's at. So Got everything's it. good from that point. We take care of them. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. He's a big tipper. Then the maid came over Sunday. Thank God it was a 3 o'clock start time. Was able to 
cool off, get back to football. So uh, she came over, uh, cleaned everything up? Yeah, around like noon or so. Got it. And you probably stayed in bed and hung out, yeah? I slept till like 11.30. There you go, see? Based the life on, of the privileged. That's based nice. on how awful your picks were, I'm pretty sure you weren't enjoying football. Mean, 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 mean. I mean, why? How were your picks? They were horrible. I went one and three. One and four. How did you do, Big Mac? Same. One and three. After a great first week, bad second week. Yeah, but you, uh, Evan, <clears throat> four now. <laughs> I know what you Just brought four, it up. Huh? I got it. I should know better than that. You should know better. He only brings up your guys' picks when he does well. Exactly. Four and zero. Nice. Four and zero. Nice. Nice. What was your big winner, Tommy? Niners. So you you actually took the Giants. Uh, and you guys do it with the spreads, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Got it. So you had the Niners covering the four, the number against yeah, yeah. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Against the Cowboys, correct. I so had... you sweated that out a bit, though. Sweated that one out, but I was confident. But, yeah, that was a sweat out. And then we got backdoored with the Jags. Evan hit that, that was one. obvious, though. That was obvious. The Chiefs, Why, never, the Chiefs never covered. They yeah, never covered. My one I think they were 6-10-1 and one against the spread this regular season. I also needed Patrick Mahomes on one leg. But whatever. Take it. Funny. <laughs> you take whatever you got. Yeah, you hey, it. by the way, how about a little acknowledgement that Chad Henney comes into a game, he's not played a football game since week seven of last year on his own two-yard line, and Andy effing Reed, despite the fact that Pacheco had a very good game, unlimited carries, really, like nine carries, 85 yards, whatever it was, that he comes out of the gate throwing the rock right. to Travis Kelsey. That's Andy Reed. And goes 98 yards Don't. and ends the drive the same way he started with a completion for a touchdown so, to Kelsey. So don't forget this, because I think some people forgot, a lot of people remembered. In 2020, against the Cleveland Browns, Mahomes got hurt. Okay. He was put in concussion. I think it was concussion protocol. You can fact check me. And Chad Henney came in the game and made all the plays, and they won. So they've won a playoff game, not because with of Chad, Chad Henney, but with Chad Henney. Obviously, none of us would trust him starting the AFC Championship game. But Chad Henney, who's 105 years old and has been in the league for a million years. 15 years years now. He's proven, hey, you can call me at any moment. I'll make a play. But here's what scares me. And I know it scares you. Based on that, the Jets are going to give him $30 million a year. Oh, please tell me. (laughs) I mean, I could see the Jets coming. Hey, we see what he did that one drive. (laughs) Totally under control. Totally under control. Ah, no. I, I did see that Aaron Rodgers to the Jets picked up some legs this weekend. Good. As a, a possibility. Good. I mean, theoretically, every available quarterback should be a possibility, right? Yeah, the only problem with Aaron Rodgers is it wouldn't happen until after June. So can't we happen would before have, June. That's it right. cannot. That's right. So we would basically be in limbo for months and months and months before something like that could materialize. But would I want yeah, that? Yeah, hold yes. on. If other guys started going places. It, it would make you more excited. 100%. Because the reason the Jets wouldn't be in the market for A, B, C, and D is if they thought they had a deal done with E. Yes. That's how well, I that look at it. Well, that would be the ultimate tease. When yeah. Derek Carr ends up in Carolina, all of a sudden, like, oh, you know why? You know why? June 1st, June 1st, June 1st, June 1st. Right, right. But then it also could mean nothing. It could mean nothing, and we could be saddled with Chad Henney. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if I'm Chad Henney, and I'm sure he makes a million bucks a year, maybe even more than that, you never leave Andy Reid's side. No, he hasn't. Or Patrick been. Mahomes. You could be there another five years if you want to be, right? Especially when you've proven now twice that you can enter a postseason game and not F things up. Yes. Yeah. Because that was the that was the drive of the game. Blood in the water. Jacksonville makes a stop there. They get the ball back. Probably on the Kansas City side of the field. 
and now the game's in doubt. Yeah. Right? And Henny had to close that game out. I'm trying to remember the specifics of that playoff you mean game. The, uh, the Browns game? The Browns game from two years ago. Like, he needed to make a play on a third down. I think he, I think he had, like, a quarterback scramble or something like that that iced the game. You'd have to fact check because all I remember is him coming in and making a couple of plays and it being good enough for the Kansas City Chiefs to win and advance. And then obviously Mahomes came back. And there you go. So January 21st, 2021 is what you're talking about. To the day. Um, That's to the day, bro. Chad Henney secures the win over the Browns. Yeah. Um, what's the play? Give me one second. Of course, I have to see an ad first. I think it was the ice of the game play. Like, third down, clock's ticking, Brown's trying to get the ball back, and Henny converted on a first down. Good night, turn the lights out. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, Chad Henny rolling to his right. It was kind of like the Travis Kelsey play, right. but it was to Tyree Kill. Oh, so he, he passed, passed it. it up. Okay, yeah. my bad. All right. He rolled to his right. That little, you know, uh, that little... I don't know what you call it, jet sweep or whatever you call it. And uh, hit Tyree Kill, and that was it. Got him the first down, wrapped it up. And then Mahomes is back for the Buffalo game, AFC Championship yeah. game. Boom, boom, bada, boom. And then he's getting his butt kicked but in the Super Bowl. Here's what's crazy about that game. Just I'm, I didn't remember it. I'm looking at it now. It was like, we're going to see a lot of the Baker Mayfield Browns in the future. Look what they did. Yes. They made Craig. the playoffs. They gave the Chiefs everything they wanted. This was going to be a 10-year run for Baker and the Browns. That's the problem with what I'm going to hear from the Jacksonville Jaguars and what we're going to even hear about the Giants. Because we've all experienced this, by the way, with every team we rooted for, the tease of, oh, don't worry, we'll be back. We've all had it. And there's no guarantees. And I think that's a great example. The Browns appeared to be a franchise on the rise. They were? They won 11 games. They win a playoff game against the Steelers. They give the Chiefs all that they could handle. And what have they done since? They haven't played a playoff game since, and they've had back-to-back losing seasons. And that's the fear. It doesn't mean that's going to happen to the Giants or it's going to happen to the Jaguars. It's just that you never know. That's the You never know. Unless you're a Jet fan, then you always know. We got more of your calls coming up. Of course, uh, focus more on the Giants over the weekend. But if you're a fan of the Cowboys or any of those teams, uh, you can start bringing that into the table as well. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Imagine if a free agent in the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, or NHL said, here's the dealio. Uh, I'm uh, going to go to the highest bidder, all that stuff. I want to play for a winner, bop, 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 bop. But one of the deals is I will uh, demand that whatever team signs me in free agency, Evan Roberts, they must provide me uh, private air travel uh, to every game I go to. Now, one might say... No, mm-hmm. you're a part of the team. It's kind of like the A-Rod alleged deal when he was coming to the match. I was going right? to say, this is the A-Rod yeah. negotiation. Um, uh, and then, uh, but here's the deal. It's happening. But wouldn't that person be vilified? Uh, to a lot of people, like, yes. Like, we're going to pay you X amount yep. of dollars, and we have to give you a private jet? It'd be a turnoff well, to many. what about your teammates? Do they get to fly privately with you? Right. Or are you meeting them at every arena? That's happening right now. The problem is that it's happening with a sport that nobody cares about. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're doing that with WFAN or something like that. Yeah, but I don't go anywhere. <laughs> like, uh, you want to helicopter me from New Jersey in? I'll take that. Yeah. yeah take it. I'll sign up for that. I drive myself to work every day in a beautiful Hyundai Elantra that's now got 50,000 miles on it. How about that? You think at some point somebody might step up and go, we think Craig should have a truck. Okay. Mm. We think Craig should have a new car. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Anyhow, Brianna Stewart, I guess, is the NBA, uh, WNBA MVP or former one. Yeah. And she's a free agent. Right. And she goes, here's the deal. I'm not signing unless you guarantee me private jet travel. <laughs> <laughs> she going to get it? I don't know. Meanwhile, I mean, what's a WNBA play make? Like 100 grand? I don't think they make that Which much. Is a I nice guess, living, but I, I mean, guess some of the stars probably do well. I don't though. think she's so. She's a star. I mean, the thing loses like 20 million bucks a year. The, the NBA subsidizes it. So why would you give somebody that doesn't produce that much income for you private jet travel? Let me see. Who's the highest paid player in the WNBA? I would think it's Brianna Stewart. Anyway, I just saw that story. Like, can you imagine if um, Daniel Jones is like, listen, you know, I'll sign a contract it, with the Giants for four more years, but I need private jet it, travel. It depends on <laughs> whom. Remember how you all, and I was a part of it too, but mostly you all, fawned over the idea of LeBron James playing for your basketball team. You all? Yeah. Meaning us Knicks fans? Yes. Yes, many, 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 many years ago. Yes. Yes. If LeBron James looked at you and said, here's the deal. Yeah. F- forget the private jet. That's minor league stuff. I will sign with you. You're changing the name to the New York LeBrons. That would never happen. You would have gotten down on no, your we would hands not and have. knees. I, you don't need to go that far, said, sir. sir, yeah. whatever you want. No. We would have said yes to the private jet, though. <laughs> of course you would But we would not have said you're going to change the franchise name. You got a little carried away there. A little bit? A little bit. It's no longer Madison Square Garden. It's Madison Square LeBron. <laughs> and you would have been like, <laughs> yes, sir. I don't know the building, Garden. <laughs> Anyhow, that's, that, you got to have some balls to ask that. 
You need some ball stats for a private jet. Yo, by, wow. the way, but by the way, the highest base salary in the WNBA? 200, $228,000. Yeah, because they don't make any money. The league loses money. So think about the cost. Nobody watches it. Nobody cares about it. Think about the cost of the private jet. That'd yeah, be more than more the salary not. you're making. I, by the way, you know the only person I know for a fact has requested private uh, charter travel, not just for him, yes, but for his family also. Boomer Esiason. Uh, oh, well, I didn't think of that one, but yes. Wow. Uh, in addition to Boomer, yes. Do you know who it is? Uh, it There's was, a person right now. In sports? In sports who makes uh, over $40 million a year and asked to add on top of the 40-plus million bucks private air travel, not just for himself, but for his family, and not just when doing league business, but also whenever they want to go, wherever they want to go. Who is Tom Brady? Not Tom Brady, no. Who is LeBron James? Who is Roger Goodell? Oh, Roger Goodell. He got, true. He's making like $45 million bucks a year. Him, you're right. He also requested private air uh, charter for personal and or business and health care for his entire family for life. Incredible. That's ballsy. And he, and he gets that stuff. That's insane to me. Uh, no, no. Jerry Jones fought back and said, basically, take a hike. Oh, so he didn't get that. He, I mean, he, he got health care as an employee. Right, right. And his family's covered as ours would be until you're not he, employed. But they said no to the private uh, jet. And Roger obviously had a very tough weekend because he was very saddened by the fact that he doesn't get to have his neutral site championship game. And to quote the great Joe Burrow, who is great, get him their refunds. <laughs> yes. Now, there's something that came out of that game that's being hotly debated right now. And I'm, I, I'm not buying into it, but I'm buying into it because it was strange. And that is yesterday they announced and showed you video of DeMar Hamlin uh, at the Bills game. Yeah, at, you, you couldn't right? see him through the snowstorm. And that is now creating a conspiracy theory of what? that it was a DeMar Hamlin body double. Oh, come on. I'm really? Just, <laughs> I'm just telling you what's out there. Well, not I mean, my story. I mean, in fairness. But even Newsweek is now reporting it as a possibility. In fairness, when, they, when they showed him, yep. you couldn't see him. So they did a few things. They showed him in the box, yeah. and you can't see him. They have, like, very, very protective custody around him on a golf cart going in and coming out of, uh, like, the lower bowls of the stadium there. You can't see his face at all. You see his, uh, I guess, his mom and his little brother, I think it is, uh, walking in. You see them fine. It also appears as he's wearing a mask, and maybe that's part of his you know, you know, post-surgery uh, treatment, I suppose, right, for health uh, concerns. But at no point is there a photograph, video, or any evidence of it being DeMar Hamlin. Now, that would be quite the stretch to bring in a DeMar Hamlin body double. Mm -hmm. So I'm not suggesting that I'm down with the conspiracy. <laughs> I'm merely stating I'm aware of it. Right. And it's getting legs. <laughs> wow. Now, they've claimed that DeMar's been at the facility every day last yeah, week. Yeah, I read that last seeing week. Seeing the guys yeah. and hanging out and talking. Yeah. But they made a big point of acknowledging his presence during the broadcast and to the crowd there. That Demar is in the building. Well, they they showed. But you never De saw his face. They showed Demar Hamlin on the scoreboard, and he made that heart symbol, and yeah. the crowd went nuts. And they picked a very interesting time to do it. I think it was right as the Bengals were threatening to score. 
Okay. And the hope, I guess, was let's get this place crazy. Sure. Maybe it'll help. Everyone's going to stand up and cheer for the and, obvious reasons, And right? I got to admit, I was rooting for the Bengals for various reasons. Okay. And when the Bengals scored, like, immediately after they showed them, I sort of felt bad. Right, like, like, we obviously, like his presence didn't help. Yeah, like, I, I felt dirty So let me ask you a question. Do you think there's any chance at all that was a body double? <laughs> I would say no, probably not. What about you guys? If I had to guess. You guys buy into the notion that that was not Damar Hamlin? No, I'm not a big... Uh, You're not a conspiracy theory guy? I'm not a theory conspiracy guy. Theory guy. No, Tommy? I think that was him. I'm not, but Vincent Von Vincent loves this kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. He was brimming from ear to ear yeah, when you're talking about it, so he probably I, does. I want to be clear. I... I think that would be such a stretch for that to happen with the amount of eyeballs that are on that game and that yeah. situation and the way the country reacted in support of this kid that and I'm that if if they brought in a fake Demar Hamlin that would be the biggest scandal yeah, it also, the NFL's ever I, had. I always think who like when things like this pop up who does it benefit who what who benefits from a fake Demar Hamlin, like what? I guess what the thought group? would be that him being there, the energy, the emotion, uh, lifting up the crowd and the team, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but why would the players go along with that? Because, like you said, everybody... how would the players know they're on the field? So they no, as far as being at the facility every single day, is well, that not I, a conspiracy? I, I, no, I, I or is think, that a part of the conspiracy? I, well, again, if you're saying that he's been at the facility, yeah, why the, would he be at the facility yeah. every day? But then you said the body double for the game. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. No, I don't that, know. But that goes back to my question. Why How come there's players... not a single picture of the game? Not even a picture. Not even like, you know, him saying out of the commissioner or I... the owners of the Bills. My Nothing. assumption was because he is dealing or dealt with such a health scare and still is. Yeah. That he probably can't be around a lot of people, shouldn't be around a lot of people. I mean, he I don't have masks at all times. That's just sure. my assumption. But, like, but it's even... funny when they showed him, you couldn't see him. Evan, even when they bring him in and out on this golf cart, mm -hmm. sunglasses, hoodie, Mask, you cannot see him. That reminds me of the conspiracy theory for some reason I watched last night of a dog yeah. that was digging on the moon for a bone. And I thought that was strange. Yeah. I was like, that can't, what are you doing here? And people were believing it. Like, see, the dog's on the stage of the fake moon. It's all a fake. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know full well that you can't get past that. You know, radiation belt, the Van Allen radiation belt, which is uh, why a lot of people think we didn't go to the moon. <laughs> okay. Now, how the dog got there and didn't get you know nuked, nobody has any idea. But uh, I did not see the dog digging on the moon, but it sounds very interesting. I'll look it up when I go home. Yeah. But yeah, so the the Demar Hamill thing took a weird turn yesterday, only because you know you think because that story resonated with so many people and it's such an amazing uh, uptick that he's at the game and physically well that you'd want to show his face. So people can see him. Well, they did show his face. No, just they did not. No, they did on the screen. Just couldn't Evan, see that it. face was never shown. Well, they showed somebody's it's face. It's snowing. The glass is cloudy. He's doing the hard thing. He's doing the get up, get up, get up. Right. Right? So it was a stunt double. I'm just telling you what the concern <laughs> I, I want to be clear. I'm not perpetuating it. I'm just acknowledging it that I'm aware of it. Sounds like a load so of crap all to I'm me. doing. Sounds like a load of so crap. So you're anti-conspiracy theory. Well, I don't know. Uh, Certain conspiracy theories I buy. I'm not buying that one. It's that one I'm not buying. I got a few conspiracies I buy. Got not that one. Do you think Tim Allen exposed himself to Pamela Anderson on the set of Home Improvement when she was 23? I think there's a chance that happened. Because she, that's in her memoir. Right. Yeah. Is that the big takeaway from the memoir? That's the big takeaway from the memoir. Interesting. Yeah. That and the fact that Louis C.K. is jealous.
But outside, outside of that, that's all I got for you. Here's Dennis in Yonkers. Dennis, what's going on? Craig, Evan, how are you? Good. What's up, Dennis? Yeah, I'm losing. I'm losing a little bit. Um, Craig, I know I promised I wouldn't call, but I you this what prompted the call. You had a gorgeous San Francisco Giant jersey on last week. Yes, which sweatshirt made yeah. me think. Yeah, which I told Evan about on Saturday, and it maybe and it must have been simpatico because I never watch your show. I listened to it on the car radio, but I never see it. But I was looking for something else, saw it, and I said, you know, he has no allegiance. Evan would never be caught dead in that, and I would only be seen in that. But that's okay. You can send that to me, by the way, whenever you're done with it. <laughs> yeah, can you send everybody to loves that. It's funny. Everybody loves it. Uh, Big Mac loved it. I had to get him one. Yeah, yeah but he love loved it. it. You got it. Wait a minute. You got, you got him a, a San Francisco Giant. Yes, that's right. Yeah, but, but Dennis, 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 he was wearing it to mock your baseball team for thinking well, now, they signed on. Aaron Judge. Yeah, that's and not signing Aaron Judge. I think, we're, I, think I made a mistake. I, hold on, time out. And, Are you talking yeah. about the Danny Jones jersey no. I was wearing? No, 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 no. I'm talking about, no. I'm talking about your gorgeous San Francisco The white sweatshirt. Giant, okay, white yeah. Hoodie. Yeah, I got Big Mac one, too. He loves it. Love it. War yes. Oh, uh, come on, man. And I called him on the back phone, and I told him, it, the judge thing's not going to happen in San Francisco, and it did, right? Yeah, Am but I, right I, I don't feel like talking about Aaron Judge today. It's a New York Giants, but I appreciate you like my uh, style. So that's all good. Did you kind of people around here do? Did you put the malarkey then on the Giants by First wearing off, it's a not San, the malarkey? The please the don't malarkey. do that. The malarkey. It's not the malarkey. The or president the malarkey. says malarkey all the time. The that's malarkey. Is, yeah, the, that, malarkey. the president is saying it differently. <laughs> yeah, uh, the maluk. Is that what it is? It's not the maluk. The malarkey. The you're, getting, you're close. It's not the Milano. The, That's a cookie from Pepperidge Farms. The, the Mala. Don't the you malaise. help them. The Malaise. Yeah, not the Malaise. No. The, the Maloik. Yes. That's there it? You there you go. The Maloiki. Did you put the Maloiki on And you go like this. You give out the horns. The Maloik. Did you put the Maloiki? Don't do it towards me. Well, you did it because you. you did it on the New York no, Giants. No, no. You don't put the, you don't point the fingers at me. Why? But you, did, you deserve it. Why do I deserve it? Because you maloiki the New York football giants. How did I maloiki anybody? By wearing their friends. They have conventions every year to hang out. Yeah. The San Francisco Giants sweatshirt. This is your fault. Your fault. I mean, I did wear a Danny Jones jersey. That too. You can point to that. You can't point to San Francisco. That's just a sweatshirt. That's all that is. So however you want to cut it, a Daniel Jones throwing for a buck thirty-five and a brutal interception, your fault. You know it's funny, Danny Jones threw about for the same amount of yards as Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Stop it. Well, Jalen also had a run game that yes, rushed for two hundred and sixty-eight yards. I mean, Jalen Hurts threw for hundred and fifty, what, four yards of that game? He still played a great game though. He played a very good game. The pass to Devontae Smith made every John fan go, oh, no. Because yeah, he had all day to throw. Mm -hmm. It's a crosser route that comes across the whole field. Julian Love's five yards behind him. He closed the gap a little bit, to be fair. But you're like, oh, my own, here we go. Sometimes. Right? Am I right? Yeah. That pass to Love, ugh. Stats don't tell the whole story. And no, that's that's the doesn't. truth. Like, of course, he only threw for a buck fifty-four. They win him by a hundred, and they're going to run the football down your throats in the second half of the game. And it's what they did. Much like, to be honest, if you're watching that Bills-Bengals game, mm -hmm. uh, first possession for the Bills, it's third and like six, right? And he's got, I think it was Gabe Davis. I might be wrong on the on first play. It was Stephon Diggs. He was open. He on the third him. down. Yeah, third down. He's got him. Yeah, that's a touchdown. Yeah, overthrows him by two yards. Overthrow him. That's it. Josh Allen wasn't great in this game. Game was a wrap. Wasn't right in this there. game. A wrap. There, rap. Were, there were a few things. They also got called for an offsides on a third and short. Like the yeah. Bills made just so many mistakes. 
Allen didn't play great. I thought they embarrassed themselves. They did. They got beat. They got pounded. You had three backup offensive linemen, and you only sacked Joe Burrow once and never really had any pressure on him. Yeah, but and they got. I mean, you talk about but, getting manhandled and having your manhood checked. To me, that's what happened in Buffalo. The problem is, and I said this when we were making our picks, we all went crazy about the Bengals missing linemen. The linemen they were missing aren't even that good. Like, we're freaking out. No, like, they had a good year, Anthony though. Anthony Munoz isn't playing. No, but I mean, they had a good year. They had a very good year, that line. Okay. They did? Okay. I mean, last year he got sacked 58 Joe times Williams this year. is not like that good. Times. You're acting like he's an all-pro left tackle. I'm saying this. They had a very good Dude, year protecting their backups him. played better than them. Well, that's my point. No, but that's my point. They're not that good to begin with. I tell you what, who knew that Von Miller was that good? I think we knew that. Did anybody really know that Von Miller was still that good? Yes. I don't think you guys really processed that. No, I think we do. And I think his injury is a big deal. But every team in the NFL has injuries. And too bad, you got to overcome it. Yeah, but Von Miller's pretty good. Yeah, we know that. In case you guys didn't know that, I'm just pointing out to be a friend. Did you realize how good Von Miller was prior to that game? He probably didn't, Big Mac. Not not to that level. No, thank yeah. you, Craig. You're right. You're welcome. I mean, now that That's I think about here. it. Did right. you know that Brian Dable's name is Brian Dable and not Brian Dable? I knew that. Did you know that? I, I still get it wrong every now and then. You know what perpetr- perpetrated the... Oh, How many perpetrated? times? The perpetrated yeah, no, it's the... a peppermint perpetration. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what peppermintly perpetrated... <laughs> the, I, I swear to God on this. You're going you're gonna to laugh or you're going to say I'm what crazy. What game were you talking about? What made it Brian Dayball? I'll tell you what, what it was, it was the first game of the year. Because everyone wanted to say it's Brian Day Balls. He's got balls. Remember that whole thing? Because they went for two against Tennessee? Matter of fact, I think Barstool put out a shirt that said Brian Day Balls. 100%, right? Yeah. So that somehow that, put in yeah, everyone's head all, that his name is Day Ball. Because he's got balls. That's I, what this turned I into. I think what happened, if I can be fair about it, is that we saw how he spelled his name. Thank you. <laughs> and because of how he spells his name, we just assumed it was pronounced Day Ball. Because it's D-A-B-A-L-L. You don't think it was that he there showed great? There might be O in there, there too. Yes. I don't know. D-A-B-O-L-L. Yeah, so B-O-L-L does not bowl. appear to be bull. That, so you're trying to tell me it's not that he showed balls? No. By going it's because for it looks like one? they bowl. Like that. They bowl. Not they bull. That's all. <laughs> By the way, uh, you want to talk to Joe Shane? Should I give him a ring or no? Any interest in that or nah? What do you think? What's the thought around here about GMs after a season ends like that. Do we it want to talk it, to them? It depends if they give answers and what they'll talk well, I about. I can't predict that. Do you want the no, guy I, on or not? I, I can't predict that. I just heard him do a press conference. Oh. Like, the one GM in this town, and he did it this weekend, by the way. He did a brilliant move by him. There's a GM in this town who said something that on any other day, Craig, becomes more of a story. But because he buried it on a Sunday morning after the Giants got eliminated, no one will mention it. Or maybe some people will mention it, but it won't become a big deal. Kind of like stories about our ratings. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's the one GM that's worth talking to, and that, of course, is the great Brian Cashman. What did Cash say? Aaron Hicks is probably going to be the left fielder on opening day. Oh, I did read that story. (laughs) And it was under the guise of we tried so hard to find a replacement for him, but we couldn't. It was kind of like the Brett Gardner story for five years. If Brian Cashman makes that comment in two and a half weeks, bigger deal. But instead, the Giant fan is so enamored. There's two big stories, obviously. The Giant win and the incredible comeback by the Nets last night in Golden State. So those two things. <laughs> yeah, you're funny. You like that. So those two things are going to take away the fact yeah. that Cashman says stuff. The other guys don't say anything. Danny's in Queens on the fan. Danny, what's up? Uh, guys, thank you for taking my call. Sure. It was nice hearing Zeppelin had a break before. There I guess go. uh, we got to uh, Tommy, some credit for that. I'm uh, sure no, Big Mac it. gets the credit for that, unfortunately. No, Big Mac is only half Italian. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm still glad that the Grom is gone. And uh, a, a spank. Remember when Evan hit you with the uh, with the wallet? 
Yes. I just thought, yeah. That's I think two years trick. ago, though. <laughs> Eh, it doesn't matter. The, the pain never goes away. I remember I hearing your voice. Right. You, I want to <laughs> hit you with a wallet, especially when you open up the call, Danny, by, I'm so glad the Grom's gone. Like, hey, what, what is going on here? Because last time we spoke, you put me on blast, and I just want to make sure that I'm glad he's gone. And I want to <laughs> talk about the Giants. I'm a Giant fan. I never want him back. And I want a big ceremony today. He yeah, comes back, uh, give him his little I can't, video, I can't and we'll do this on. today, Danny. You, you got to know better than that. That's not for today, buddy. Uh, it know. just—it was just a quick. Let's no, go. Just like know, when he hit you with the wallet. You know, you know, not for today. He, all right. Well, I'll bring it up another day. We'll bring up the wallet thing again. <laughs> bring that it up. Tell you you can bring it up. Bring it up in like uh, late February, early March, <laughs> when there's okay. nothing all that pressing I'll, I'll, going on I'm, right I'm, here. Exactly. I'm going to save my next call to that day. All right, you but got listen, it. Oh, no, I, yeah. I got to thank you, Spank. You did put everything in perspective. Yes, it was a successful season, yes. and yes, just get we just got to get over it. They were a more qualified, more talented team, and everybody will be okay now. Look, it, yeah, I Thank appreciate you. that. It's a bad cliche that only one team ends the year happy, you know, for that all of, out of the teams that make the playoffs and all that. But uh, I'm a, I'm a glass half full guy. So to me, making the playoffs awesome, uh, winning a playoff game ridiculous, uh, finding a head coach sweet. Fingers crossed the GM now is where we hope he is. All these things I, are I positives. I don't remember, so I want you to be honest with me because yeah. I don't recall. I'll tell you the truth. When the New York Knicks with a brand new head coach and a new roster of guys shock the world by being the four seed in the Eastern Conference and then got embarrassed in the first round, humbled in the first round. Yeah. Did you come in the following day or the following few days and say, hey, we have a coach we have a star player. Yeah. Life is good. No one thought this at the beginning of the season. Did you bring out the same rose-colored crap that you're pulling out today? I forgot. I believe that I did. Did you? Yes, I did. Okay. Evan's referring to the New York Knicks losing to the Atlanta Hawks as the four seed and only winning one game in that series, It was embarrassing. Like you guys and had we got a, embarrassed. You guys had yes. a great regular season that surprised everybody. Yes. But it's okay to still be pissed. And angry after you lose instead of immediately going to the, ah, oh, it was such a fun season. Let's, it, what a let's great drink, season the Giants had, ladies and gentlemen. Let's drink that cup that's half full. Let and I say. thought you brought up a really good point Thank when we you. were talking about Chad Henney and Patrick Mahomes earlier that we thought that about the Browns a few years ago, and they right. haven't been back. No, they have not. Uh, now they have the Knicks. Uh, that being said, <laughs> yes. that being said, this was such an unexpected uh, December and January for the New York Giants. I'm going to celebrate the positive Ugh. while being upset about how it ended. I'm going to celebrate the amazing strides that amazing organization took oh to bringing uh, someone in New York back to some semblance of respectability. Because we don't have that with the Jets yet. I know. This has nothing to do with the Jets. The I Jets know. are pathetic. But I'll be as the first New to tell Listen, you. I told you, as a New Yorker, yeah. I found myself giddy. And filled with butterflies, getting ready for a New York playoff. And how'd you feel? Game. Fifteen minutes into the game, there. I got it. Spank. Uh, and but the spank thing is a little out of control. I'm sorry. We're getting a little out of control That's now. That's the first time I've ever called you. Yes, spank. we're getting a little out of control. It's all Boomer calls me now. Yeah. It's like you forgot my name. All good though. All good. Because there's a lot of other names he could call me that I probably wouldn't like. <laughs> that being said, I like to look at the positive accomplishments. That the Giants had this year. And yeah, losing to Philly sucks more than losing to anybody else. Dallas a close second. 
But, man, there's so many good things going on for that organization, and they are clearly headed in the right direction. I'm excited about their future. Do you think they get back to this point next year, if you had to guess right now? Yes. And I'll save the tape. Yes. They will be in the divisional round one year from now. I think there's a chance the New York Giants win the division next year. Because remember this. What are they going to do in the offseason that's going to lead you to believe that? They the, may have some cap space, but yeah, Joe Shane made... $50 million dollars under the cap. Well, first the of all, going up. hold on a second. If $50 million, 100% right. They should restructure with Leonard Williams. They'll cut Kenny Galladay. It's a bigger number. Yeah. Assuming you keep Jones and Barkley yes. and you restructure with Williams, that number is going to go down. And Joe Shane made something very clear in the press conference that I did take out of it. He puts an emphasis on keeping guys. I didn't walk away from that press conference thinking they're going to go on a spending spree. I don't believe that. Now, he could go have the greatest draft in the world, which changes everything. I admit that. But I don't know how different this roster is necessarily going to look. So for you to confidently say they'll be better than the Eagles next year, you're just drinking some kind of uh, Gatorade. Oh, I'll tell you what it is. Number one, I don't think Saquon. What is it? Uh, Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Uh, Number one, Saquon Barkley will never play another game for the New York Giants. That's number one. Saquon Barkley will never play another game for the New York Giants. So he's gone. That decision's been made. Uh, By whom? Don't worry about it by him. Danny Jones will be coming back as the quarterback, okay? Right. Um, and beyond that, Evan. What is this offense without Saquon Barkley? We're going to find out. Well, but you just said they're going to be by better the way, than the Eagles Saquon next Barkley year. What did Saquon Barkley do yesterday or Saturday? That was so great. He didn't get the ball enough, dude. What did he do against he Minnesota? That was so great. He didn't get the ball enough, dude. 50 yards uh, running the ball. Big dude, deal. they got away from the run tomorrow. immediately, and Daniel Jones is taking back-to-back sacks by Hassan Reddick. You can't put this game he on Barkley. He ran the ball for 50 yards against the Vikings. Because they didn't have him in the game plan the same way. Daniel Jones okay. killed him with his legs, and every receiver was yeah. wide open all day. Thus, which is a he's credit. replaceable. I- Look, Sorry. running back is a replaceable commodity, yes. and I agree that the contract is risky. Look mm-hmm. at the contract of Ezekiel Elliott, but you act as if it's just simple. And then also, I didn't like the tone of what he do yesterday. They got away from the run. I'm not worried. Listen, if you want to criticize something from yesterday, yeah. I think it's fair game to talk about the offensive game plan and yeah. how quickly they didn't want to run the football. Third and three, they have Daniel Jones step back. Evan Neal's getting you know hosed by Hassan Reddick, and boom, Daniel Jones is down. It's a fourth and long. Yeah. Uh, you want you want the rest of my diatribe or now? Yeah, I'm All curious. Right. <laughs> the rest of it. And you're not going to like this one, okay? Josh Jacobs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. The rest of it is this. Yeah. And you're not going to like it. I can tell you anyway. Why am I not going to like it? Eagles aren't that good. I mean, they're pretty good, dude. And I'll do one better. Don't do Jason this. Kelsey's probably gone after this year. Lane he, Johnson's probably gone way, after J- this year. Jason Kelsey yeah. beat Dexter Lawrence on that one. He, on one yeah, the offensive line was dominating. They're a great offensive line, which is why all five of those guys are going to the Pro Bowl. Lane Johnson's a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might be the right, best right tackle in the last 25 years in the NFL. Maybe not. But okay, so how there. are you yeah. arguing that the Eagles are not going to be as good? Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. Gonna, because the Eagles, not their fault, I don't blame them, Yeah, haven't played anybody. <laughs> okay, so by default, their schedule gets harder next year. <laughs> they lose more games. Funny. Watch what happens against San Francisco. That'd be the best team they've played by a mile. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, everyone's like, "Ooh, Eagles! Oh, Philly, Philly, Philly!" <laughs> yeah, watch. Wait, wait, wait to see what happens when San Francisco comes calling. You can't turn the water off back-to-back weeks, guys. Sorry, that trick don't work. Can't pull a fire alarm night before the game anymore. It don't work. You are in for a headache. They, on Sunday afternoon, they been a good team. Yet. Huh? You uh-huh. go with the same rhetoric as last. I got this one. You know, mm-hmm. can you believe this? Jalen Hurts has only won one playoff game. 
kind one. of loser stuff is that? One. One. And by the way, threw for 154 <laughs> yards. David threw over 160 <laughs> yards in the one game. So we're going to go with yeah. the same thing that backfired. Uh-huh. They, Sirianni's only won one playoff game. Hertz has only won one playoff game. Yeah. And they've beaten nobody. Bunch of losers. They're going to get smoked by Brock Purdy and the Niners. By the way, also, Lane Johnson, best case scenario, one more year of his career. Jason Kelsey, best case scenario, one more year of his career. The, Eagle are, the Eagles are not going to have a long uh they have multi year uh you know dynasty they still it's have not happening. I don't know if you've heard this a yeah. lot of talent at wide receiver yes they do a pass rush that that's was all based on their offensive line well obviously offensive line's important no no question yeah but it's not as if they're void of talent devoid of talent outside it, dude, of if that. you lose your center and right tackle Bye-bye. <laughs> they stink you you've got a two year window in Philly I hope you win it this year because that's about all you got and wait till you see San Francisco. You think San Francisco's afraid of the Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> huh? You think they're afraid of them? I mean, the San Francisco 49ers didn't exactly blow out the Dallas Cowboys yesterday evening. No, they did not. They also got a little bit of a scare from the Seahawks wild card weekend, 14-13. Yeah. A little nervous. Yeah. I'm not even nervous. Yeah. And Christian McCaffrey's banged up. How healthy is uh, he? Oh, why? Because the calf, he had a heating pad on his calf. Banged up. Yeah, he'll be fine. Not 100%. He'll be just fine. Don't you worry about my guy. I don't like what you're doing because yeah. I want the Niners to win, but so I feel like I. you're now placing the Maloik on, on them. Uh, you can't Maloik the facts, dude. And I don't want to live in a world in which the Eagles are going back to a Super By Bowl. By the way, my worst nightmare right now is a Philadelphia-Cincinnati Super Bowl. <laughs> right. I don't want any part of that. I can't win. <laughs> I yeah. think that is very much on the it's table. Like those right people now. in Cincinnati who clearly don't have jobs just sit there waiting for the Bengals to win so they can yell at me. Well, oh well. I love you, Craig. Makes you, me relevant, I guess. You really took a big L on that one. On Cincinnati? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big one. Big one. <laughs> I even you called you out funny. On that. For two weeks, I'm uh, propping up the amazing people of Cincinnati mm-hmm. after the Hamlin thing, right? Not a single person. They don't remember Not that. Not a one person goes, by the way, we're, uh, we disagree about your football takes, but appreciate. You know the nice words about us as a community? Nothing. They didn't hear that. Not. They ignored that. Joe Burrow goes in a Buffalo, drops a hammer on Josh Allen of the Bills, forever ending the conversation of, is it Burrow or is it Allen? It's Burrow all day, every day. I would He's the tra- second best quarterback in football. I thought about this late last night. I would trade a lifetime of first-round picks. Like, literally, the first-round pick for the next 30 years to get Joe Burrow on my team. I would do it. F it. Let's go. He's a stud, man. First-round picks that in dude perpetuity to get Joe Burrow to leave my how football about, team. How about pregame? It's snowing pretty good in Buffalo. My man's out there, short sleeves, throwing a, you know, in uniform, throwing a ball like it's 80 degrees and a balmy September day in Cincinnati. He don't care. He don't have a worry in the world. He's even doing a spin-arama throw. That goes 50 yards uh, on the button. You could start making the argument that... This Mahomes Burrow thing is going to be like uh, Brady and Manning. I agree with you. It is going to be that Dude, good and I, fun I, to watch. I completely agree. And what's crazy in the early going is that Joe Burrow is perfect against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Now, these games have been close. It's not like he's annihilating right, right. them. But if this Burrow-Mahomes thing is going to turn into Manning-Brady, which I think it will. They're yeah. the two best quarterbacks in the world. I agree with you. So far, it's Joe, all Joe, B. Joe, Joe owns it. Yeah. And Joe it's going to continue on Sunday. But to be fair, you know, the Brady Manning thing is also judged by Super Bowls. And Brady wins all day. Okay. So Mahomes, 
He's got one. Yeah, it's one nothing. One nothing. It's a pitcher's duel, dude. I'm just saying it's one nothing right now. Gonna be two nothing after this year. No, though. it's not. I hate to say this, and we're I we're looking I at never... a Kansas City San Francisco Super Bowl. I don't think we are, bro. Write that down. I don't think we are, and I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm never gonna change. So write I, it down. Take it. I don't know how Boomer's gonna feel about this. So feign happiness, I guess. I don't know. Bengals are winning the freaking thing, man. Why would Boomer be upset about that? Because he didn't get to do it. That I would think, bother no, him. I think he'd be thrilled about it. You think it. so? Yeah, I do. I think uh, he's gotten over his loss in the Super Bowl, and I do think he has a lot of respect for Joe Burrow as a kid no, and as I a quarterback. No, I think he does, but... And I think he's... I still think, although this seems like a bit of an anomaly because it seems like no one's very close to the Brown family or the Bengals, I think he's good with all of them. So my gut would be he would enjoy them finishing what he and Kenny Anderson... Dude. Unfortunately, didn't finish. Did you hear and realize that Joe Burrow has now won as many postseason games yeah. as the Bengal franchise combined it's before he got there? It's a garbage franchise, no, dude. I, I, I understand that. Yeah. Well, they went to two Super Bowls. It's a garbage franchise. I get it, but they had been to two Super Bowls. Yeah. You act like they hadn't been to any. There's it's franchises that haven't been to any. garbage franchise. Jets have been to one. Yeah, garbage franchise. No, I, I'm aware. I, I own it. How many have the Browns been to? Garbage franchise. How many of the Lions been to? been to? Garbage franchise. There's a lot of garbage franchises. You ain't lying. Thank God uh, we keep expanding the league so we get more of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding, right? Yeah. Garbage franchise. Dude, the AFC quarterback hierarchy is daunting. Burrow, Mahomes, Allen's still elite, and Trevor Lawrence feels like he's on the rise. And this Justin con- Herbert. Justin Herbert. I mean, the conference just keeps coming at you. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mr. Irrelevant is in the NFC Championship. Yeah, game. Josh Allen's uh, at a career crossroads, though. After uh, after bad performance against the Dolphins, they win the game, and he got outplayed by his number one rival you know, you know, in his own building. I, I know this And is, it was ugly. I know this is tough to take right now, and I'm not sure I'd necessarily feel this way as a Bill fan. But all I want, and I think you feel the same way as a sports fan, is my team to be in the tournament every year. And I'll take my luck that eventually yeah. I'm going to get hot at the right time. But consistent winning, yep. Just if, the, if I'm the Buffalo Bills, as horrific as that loss is, and it was bad. I'm a Bill fan. I'm frustrated. I was the favorite this season. Remember, they came yeah. in as the favorite. Yeah. I would just say, just keep racking up divisions. Keep getting there. Eventually, I got to bust through. Eventually. I mean, that's probably the right mindset. No guarantee, obviously, but that's the mindset. You know, just keep winning 12, 13 games and give myself a shot. What are your options? You want to blow it up? No. No, Seriously. No, but that's my point. You just have to keep running it back. If this team fails prior to the AFC Championship game next year, there will be people calling for Sean McDermott's head but in you, Buffalo. But would you do that, though? I personally, uh, it's so hard to find a guy that brings that level of consistent winning to the table. I think you got to roll with it, right? You got to just continue to get And by the way, they didn't lose because of McDermott yesterday. They lost because their quarterback stunk. They lost for a myriad And their line stunk. I mean, they lost for every reason. Yeah. They got no pressure. Their quarterback wasn't good. I mean, they just list the reasons. And then you had Stephon Diggs yelling at Josh Allen on the sideline, sneaking out of the locker room after the game. It was a mess. So, yes, yeah, so Stephon, by the way, the Diggs family had a tough day, boy. Oh, yeah. Stephon Diggs, obviously uh, a non-factor in the game against Cincinnati. And uh, Trayvon Diggs has an interception in his lap mm. in a 9-9 game. Mm. Uh, God knows how far he returns it, but even if he doesn't return it that far... It's a 9-9 game. Yep. And that ball hit him in the breadbasket. Completely different. Right? Like, what are we doing? And that was on the touchdown drive. So you can yell and scream about Dak Prescott, rightfully so. Dak Prescott was horrendous in throwing those two picks. One going in for a score, one that led to a San Francisco score inside his own 30. 
But Steph, uh, Trayvon Diggs has the game in his hands. They also had a sack that got negated on a defensive hold right before the touchdown. Like, those mistakes will come back and yeah. kill you. I think sometimes... I hate to say it was a good call. I'm not saying it wasn't, but we get simplistic about what costs someone a game. And the truth is, there's a lot of little things that contributed to it. And yeah. then you've got the punt decision. You uh, can't be good with the punt decision. For I, the I, Dallas Cowboys? I defended Maybe Mike McCarthy... I got two minutes and four. Here's the, I got three issues here, and I like Mike McCarthy, but I got called out. Two minutes and forty four seconds left. I'm down by a touchdown. I got three timeouts, no doubt. Fourth and ten for my own eighteen yard line. I get it. I can't punt it away and then rely on my defense to get me back on the field. I can't trust that right. when on the last two drives the Niners have marched down the field. That's problem number one. But here's the bigger problem to me than even the punt, Craig. When Drak Prescott got zero yards in that third down, there were two minutes and 44 seconds left. By the time the Niners got the football back on the punt, there was two minutes and five seconds yeah, left. Yeah, no, no hurry up at all to get Bro, the punt off. You can't burn 40 seconds yeah. trying to punt the ball away. And then remember to, uh, to Schultz, you actually have to try to make a play. You can't just let a guy knock you out of bounds. Number two, how about you keep your feet in bounds on a catch right later in the drive? Like... They made every rookie mistake and not paying attention to detail you could make down the Absolutely. stretch. Absolutely. Yeah, they're they, terrible. They screwed this one up. And by the way, up. that last play of the game, I think the name of the play was Kill Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah, what, was <laughs> like, what are you doing? Because Mike McCarthy was asked after the game, hey, what was that? And I kind of get why he was being secretive because it's obviously something that Kellen Moore drew up. And it wasn't executed the right way. And he doesn't want to give away the secret. Because you never know. Maybe next year they're going to use it. But, Craig, what the hell was the play? I don't know. They, had, I mean, they had offensive linemen split out wide. Obviously, there are going to be some flea flickers and so, cross-field passes. My, my gut is they were going to come one way. And then you, you, when Zach throws the ball, uh, Dak throws the ball mm-hmm. and completes it, you see Dak's running up to the left of the receiver. My gut is it's going to be throw the pass, pitch it back to Dak. He throws across the field. You've got three linemen, and it's like a screen on the other side. I got you. That's my gut. The problem is Zeke is not able to – he's not a center. (laughs) I mean, what are you asking him to do? The poor guy got run over like a freight train. That would be like me trying to block, I don't know, Big Mac. I admit that. Big Mac would run me over instantly. Well, he'd walk you over. He'd walk he me doesn't over. do much running these days. He oh, would. Yeah. That's not a knock. You're not a runner. You know you're not a runner. Well, I, can, I run ran? him over. I don't walk him over. I run him over. Nah, you're not a runner. You'd probably you know you'd push him. He'd fall down too. Yes, right. I, yeah, that. that goes for everyone involved in the show. By the way, not everyone. You're not. Yeah, you're not going to just blow on me and knock me down. I run you over. Uh, you would not run me yeah. over. <laughs> you. Well, you might walk me. No. No. <laughs> we might dance for a little bit, yeah, and then ultimately you might prevail. But you're not the same kid you were in high school. You got to give those those thoughts up. Yeah, I'm not you playing know. high school football players. I'm playing you two. So I wouldn't well, first of all, stop including he's, me. I've already admitted you're yeah. running me we over. Let's know. focus on Clay. He's 5'6", 90 pounds, soaking wet. Yeah. He's not pretending like he wouldn't get run over. I admit. Tommy would run him over. Yeah. I agree. But you have to slow your roll with you run everybody over. Everyone That's involved in the show, yeah. Huh? Everyone involved in the show. <laughs> Everyone here. Yes. Am I not involved on the show? He no, thinks he would run uh, you over, Craig. I mean, I saw him on a softball field. He ain't running anybody yeah, over. The same softball uh, field, all you did was throw pitches. I didn't see you do nothing. Well, I was there to throw pitches. Yeah, By the way, he also threw pitches doing? softer in velocity than yeah, me, yeah, just yeah. for the record. Yeah, here we go. Just for the record.
Plus, you have that torn rot- rotator cuff. If we ever got into it, you wouldn't I stand do. a chance. No, I'm not getting into it with anybody. Yeah. Because I have a torn labrum and a torn rotator cuff. Right. And now my left shoulder's starting to hurt, too. You know, it just comes with being <laughs> handsome. That's what they say. The handsomer you are, the less your shoulders are. So, you know, that's the way it is. I've never heard that one before. Oh, yeah, that's one. That's one. We go with that one, yeah. <laughs> hey, Vincent Von Vincent, are you standing around? You want to get some ice cream for the guys or what? <laughs> are you sending me out to get ice cream? Then I'll get ice cream. <laughs> nah, it's Monday. It's ice cream free Monday. Because ah. I'm having ice cream tonight. So you I can can't. have multiple ice creams. Yeah, in the but day. I'm not going to because I'm having um, um, Cookie Monster ice cream cake tonight. Are you? Yes. Whose birthday is uh, it? Anthony's. Oh, happy birthday yes. to Anthony. Yeah. Happy anniversary to the Jets losing the AFC yeah. title game to the Steelers. That's yeah, 12 years ago today. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. That's what I think of. I apologize. No, no. It's okay. January 23rd, 12 years ago today. Uh, little Anthony was born. And the New York Jets uh, had one of the worst first halves any team's had in the history of the AFC uh, Championship game. Kills me. That's correct. That's the last playoff game the Jets have played. And you oh know what some Lord, lo- that's right. and you know what some loser Jet fans said? Not me, because I screamed at them. I'm sorry, I screamed and yelled. They said, "Don't worry, guys, we'll be back. We'll be he's back. In the two straight title games. We'll be back." Yeah. Oh, we've been back, all right. Yeah. Oh, well, we've been back, all Rex, right. Rex giveth and Rex taketh away. Ugh. That's all. He giveth and he taketh away. Geno Smith. <laughs> I want to beat the Giants in the preseason. Uh, Mark, go back in. Yeah. I was actually at that preseason game. Were you? I have that memory. Here we are about to start a great Jet quarterback career, and we ruined it to win a preseason game against the Giants. Yeah. Just so Mark Sanchez could be the hero. Yuck. I didn't think it was because of that. I think Rex Ryan actually wanted to win that game. <laughs> no, I think so. Yeah. But I think he wanted to win the game with Mark Sanchez being the hero. That was my theory at the time, at least. By the way, you have to admit, if the Eagles lose Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey, like, that, yeah, they're two tremendous players. The but runs that, over. No, you right? can't say that, bro. I think we can say that. I think Howie Roseman actually selects good players. I don't know if you're aware of he that. He does a good job as GM. Yeah, so you Three years assume, ago, they were a terrible team. You assume that I'm replacing him at right tackle. That's what you're making the assumption of. Fair point. It's crazy. Well, maybe it'll be Big Mac, and they won't uh, they won't miss a beat. Listen, man. So he just runs totally people true. over. I know They're this. Right. I know this sucks. I know this is painful, and I hate doing it. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to be honest. The Eagles are elite. They have an elite front office. They've got elite talent. They have a chance to win the Super Bowl, and they ain't going anywhere. And that sucks, man. I don't say that with glee. I'm just telling you, that's probably the reality. I mean, they threw the ball for 150 yards. Because they ran the ball for 1,000 yards. Everyone's getting all excited. The New York Giants' pass defense was phenomenal in Stop. that game. Jalen Hurts' quarterback rating in that game against the Giants what? was higher than every game Tom Brady played this year except for two. Why he's got to be about Tom Brady? Because you love him. I do love Tom Brady. So I have to attack you. I was you. with Tom Brady last week. I know, you've told me. <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, yeah. I don't got to attack my guy. I hate to do this because I know people's weaknesses. And so I know that your weakness is, is Tom criticism Brady. on Tom Brady. Yeah, so if I compare Jalen Hurts' performance to Tom Brady's, I can leave a mark. Don't you think it's weird that Tony Pollard broke his ankle or fibula and uh, Patrick Mahomes didn't? Oh, based on the view of the injury? Uh, yeah, like I thought yeah. for sure that Mahomes broke his ankle or fibula. And I was like, well, he didn't. Pollard probably didn't. Look. But it was the same exact thing. Sometimes you see these things, and it's tough to figure, but what I feel awful about is Tony Pollard's a free agent. 
And that sucks, man. Yeah. That's why, as a football player, He's had a good year too. that guaranteed money when you can. I agree. Saquon Barkley should take the highest bid. Guaranteed bid, yes. Absolutely guaranteed 100% bid. 100% it can be the Houston Texans who's offering you the most guaranteed money. Go take it. We'll understand. 100%. And I say the same about Danny Jones, too. If there's a team out there that's willing to give you, you know, like, an absurd amount of money on top of whatever the Giants want to offer you, as much as I think he should come back to New York, I do think it's best for his career. No. Another year under Dable in that regime, the reality is still money's money. I, I also believe that the Giants are going to value Daniel Jones more than any other team. I think the Giants are going to have more of a want to bring him back. Because Let's use the Jets as an example because they're a local team and they need a quarterback. If you're the Jets and you clearly need a quarterback, wouldn't you hesitate on Jones, not as a knock on him, but as a, wait a second. This is when he finally put it together with this coaching staff. I don't even have an offensive coordinator. I'm nervous right. that if I bring him in, he's the guy from two years ago. You don't necessarily feel that way about an Aaron Rodgers or a Derek Carr or whomever. So I wonder if teams like the Jets and other teams are going to say, hey, he's had a great year, no knock on yeah. him. But I don't know if we have the right guys to maximize him the way Dable did. And I'll tell you something right now. There's a report out there. That the New York Jets uh, asked for permission to talk to the Bills quarterback coach, a guy named Joe Brady. Mm -hmm. I want no part of that. Why? Because I'm yesterday? sure Joe's a good guy, and I'm, this is not a knock on Joe Brady, who I know nothing about. But I know this. Uh, in the one year that Brian Dable was not with Josh Allen, he regressed. And I want no part of that. And yeah. I'm not saying Brady's responsible for it. I couldn't tell you the first thing about him. But I want. I don't want. Him. Well, he actually has offensive coordinator experience. I don't the want. Him. The problem is, it was with the Carolina Panthers. Josh Allen just had the worst year of his career since his rookie year. He went backwards this year. I have no interest in that. None whatsoever. Nah, I mean, I, Even if you're bringing in a veteran quarterback that doesn't really need the tutelage of a uh, of a uh, quarterback coach, yeah. I don't want it. No, nah, I mean, I, I kind of get it, especially because his offensive coordinating track record with the Panthers wasn't good. They fired him there too. Yeah. So right. now nah, maybe the, who's his quarterback? Was it? Um, Cam Newton? No, 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 no. It was um. Was it say it wasn't Sammy? Who was I, it? I don't. I forget who it was. See, I forget. Don't who was the Panthers quarterback in 2020-21? It was Sam Darnold in 21 for a period of time. They brought back Cam, Cam for a came period back of for time. Like a couple games, right? Yeah, I gotta check. But it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'd I, want a guy I, with more I mean, experience. I had to interview him, but I don't want him. I don't want him here. So anyway, eight seven seven three three seven. 6666. PJ Walker. All right. So maybe Teddy's not his fault. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, uh, uh. Went 4-11 to 11 with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, so maybe you don't blame him for that, but not good anyway. It's not, it's not necessarily blaming him. It's, I don't want him. Is there anything on his resume that makes you say, that's the guy I want? No, I, I wouldn't even interview him. It's a waste of time. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. 
The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.